or, or, or doing I'm gonna, a podcast. I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Cost gets canceled. Canceled for vulgar last name. For the... <laughs> for, for vulgar last name what is he getting canceled of we do not know yet but once we, <laughs> we find out we will cancel him from that whatever, whatever kevin does <laughs> that's like okay actually this is this is poignant to our topic for today mm. so before i like play our intro song and like get into a proper intro um i was watching the movie the the documentary the 2017 documentary icarus that deals mm. with um if you're unfamiliar with it, it's the one that um, helped expose the Russian doping scandal that got them kicked out of the 2018 Olympics. So this was uh, the documentary released about like the head of WADA, which is like the World Agency for Doping Regulations. Mm-hmm. And do you want to know what the president of WADA <laughs> at the time his name was? <laughs> I got to know. His name was Richard Pound. aka dick pound dick pound and i'm like i'm sat there watching this documentary like yes that is a name and it's like (laughs) dick pound how'd this to say (laughs) do they call him rich or do they actually call him dick they call him dick pound oh that's uh, it's committing to it it's committing to it but it's like and he's like such a proper guy as well he's like yes we have these reports out of russia where they're doing the steroids and i'm like yes Yes, this is how we cover a scandal <laughs> with Dick Pound. That's awful. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Welcome to the Forefront. I, once again, am your host, Ian Maven, and I'm joined once again by my gratefully, I don't know, fiendful, uh, devilishly delightful co-host, I'm, I'm running out of adjectives to say, <laughs> Mr. Kevin Cox. Kevin, hey. welcome again. Thanks, Ian, for having me. I'm really excited for this one. <laughs> You're like, we had so much fun just goofing off in the last one that it's that we ended up like calling it the practice one. Wait, what do, what do you mean? We I I'm the one who made that decision. I ended up calling it the practice one because it, <laughs> not good enough for number one, but you know, good enough for practice one. We're number four. We're number four. <laughs> It's it's good, but uh, anyways, we're back again. Um, again, I don't at this stage uh, that that practice one is still going to be listed as episode like I think zero zero at this point where we did IT infrastructure. So uh, we <laughs> were, that was really fun. Yeah, it was such a fun time that we had together. So we're going to try and replicate it in today's episode, but this time try not to have too many parts that we end up cutting. Uh, <laughs> in the end but (laughs) today our topic is gonna derive from stimulated athletes so what do we mean by that we mean the traditional you stick steroids in your thigh or as as properly determined probably in your ass um to get (laughs) to get bigger muscles and how uh drugs in sports and 
uh, even drugs in esports are changing the industry today. So I thought the best way how I can start our conversation today here, Kevin, is I want to ask you, are you familiar with the story of Oscar Pistorius at I'm all? not. No. Okay. So Oscar Pistorius, I, I think I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Um, he was a, or he is a convicted murderer. Oh boy. Uh, he, yeah. So I want to get that out of the way. Like this is not a, <laughs> this is not a good individual. Um, but he was also a sprinter before. Um, so the reason why he was kind of more well-known, I mean, before mm. the murders was uh, he had double amputee. So he was amputated. Like mm. he was a W amputee at both knees. And he was known as the Blade Runner. Um, so I might have heard of this guy. Yeah, so it, you would probably have known him because he was the guy who had the fake legs. And his, his legs kind of like, I'm actually going to, you know what? I'm going to show you a picture of his legs. Uh, Are they like black car- carbon fiber things? Yes, yes, they I were. I think I know the one. I, I've seen, Okay. Uh, I think it was a woman with them, actually. Yeah, so they're they're now more popular, but he was the kind of he was the he was the one who made them like more famous because mm. he was trying out for the Olympics and it, of course he turned out to be a piece of shit. Mm. So this is the legs that I'm talking about for Oscar Pretorius. If you can see. Oh, there you there went. Or, or, oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so these are uh, now they're more famous as uh being sprinters. Mm-hmm. Um so the the reason why I bring this up is that it was actually determined that sprinters who have these legs in their sprint or when they're competing actually have an advantage over people with legs. I think I've heard of that too. Yes, it was. So I even have the statistics here. It was, um, yeah. So research concluded that Pistorius and others who use the legs have a 17% less energy usage than that of elite sprinters on intact legs. Huh. Like for instance, if Usain Bolt was a W amputee and he had these enhancements to him, he will probably be faster. Mm-hmm. Now these, this is in the Paralympics, correct? Um, yes, these are currently in the Paralympics, but I think the reason why Pistorius was uh, famous is because he was qualifying or he was attempting to qualify for the actual Olympics. Mm. Like the actual That's interesting. Olympics That's the interesting. The other famous example that I can recall of an unfair advantage um, having for any kind of material that you bring in or wear was with swimming for swimsuits. So there was in 2008, I want to say, was when the, I think it was Speedo, they came out with a specific... Uh, swim model which was called the lz racer Hmm. Uh, and there's like a picture of it here of what the lz racer looks like so it's a full body wetsuit and it was banned after the 2008 or 2012 olympics because it gave swimmers who wore this an unfair advantage compared to regular swimmers who just wore really? like a traditional swim. So what trunks. did it do? Yes. So this is comes into physics um, of, of uh, friction and drag. 
So because they're wearing a full body suit, humans, we have hair all over us. And then we have like slight imperfections in our skin that cause drag in the water. When you wear a full body suit, you're not your hair isn't exposed and your skin isn't exposed so you create less drag when you're swimming in the water Mm -hmm. so you actually perform and you swim faster than if you were wearing or if you weren't wearing a full body swimsuit how how much faster are we talking here like i'm talking the it was so fast that well enough to uh, be banned i guess yeah enough to be banned (laughs) enough that uh yeah so they're labeled as technically doping uh, really? Were, yeah. So they. I don't know if doping's the right word. <laughs> well, it didn't say they were doping. It's saying they're technically doping, which is very <laughs> confusing narrative. <laughs> what's to spin the, hang on. What's the definition of doping? I don't like. I look. That's not the point. They okay, say, hang on, hang on. <laughs> the definition of doping is to administer drugs. Okay. In order to inhibit or enhance sporting performance, I don't know if that's a drug, but it's a material. I okay. They need that's another the word. That is the thing. Okay, so say if there was a drug that made your skin smoother. Oh, then technically, this swimsuit provided doping in that it replicated the means of that drug. When you put the word "technically" in front of any verb. It, the verb becomes meaningless in this situation. Like I can yeah. say you're awake right now, but you're technically sleeping. <laughs> it's in very, very pointless. Once you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you put the word technically in front of anything, mm-hmm. um, so the the, <laughs> the 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 numbers that I was going to say, yes, it was, uh, yeah. So endorsed by uh, the Federation for swimming beforehand the international olympic committee uh for the bayesian olympics in 2008 uh the lzr elite was effective in reducing the race times of competitor swimmers by 1.9 to 2.2 percent that's significant that's actually really significant i thought it was gonna be like a minute like point percentage as of 2009 93 world records have been broken by swimmers using the lzr racer 33 of the first 36 olympic medals have been won wearing it okay so it's clearly a problem it's 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 clearly clearly a problem it's like if in um if in like skeet shoot you know where you shoot the targets Mm -hmm. yeah you 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 give them like a mini gun I have, okay. I have a topic, actually, okay. I've, I've been wanting to ask you. And I want to get Ooh. your opinion. Hopefully hopefully you didn't have this one in pl- uh, planned out, though. Okay. Um, I was thinking of a an Olympics where Ooh. doping is legal. And almost an Olympics where doping is encouraged. I'm so glad you brought this up. Were you thinking of this? I've been... This has been my idea... For years, <laughs> for years, I've been like talking about this. I've been, I, I've been a proponent of. Okay, I'm. I wouldn't go out and like. 
I, I haven't been as far as like saying, yes, we should do this. You know, like every, like I, I pointed <laughs> out is like, it would be fascinating to see. Oh I, yeah. I'm getting closer to, yes, we should do this. You know, let's, let's see this happen mm. simply because if we, instead of having it like secret, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like, okay, they're cheating in these sports, you know, they're doing it unhealthily. They're having like, they're not even getting like doctors to support them in this, you know, mm. we like, we, we make it so that way there's three levels to the Olympics. We have the Paralympics, we mm-hmm. have the amateur level Olympics, and then maybe professionals can fall under that. I'm, I can go either way, depends on how fast the sports survive or the monetization that you can get out of it. Cause I don't mm-hmm. know. It's hard to to argue that we should go back to amateur sports because if <laughs> the dwindling numbers of audience that watches the Olympics now and we have these professionals that I don't think we can ever go back to amateurs in that case. Yeah, we have that. So we have Paralympics, regular Olympics, and then we have the Super Olympics <laughs> and the Super Olympics are where we go all out. Yeah, like we see just how far as a species we can go with as much enhancements as possible you're like, saying I'm, like you're saying everything's on the table i'm saying we go all the way i'm, <laughs> I'm saying we take it to the absolute maximum i want to see a human sprint 100 meters in under five seconds i want to see how fast we can take ourselves if we actually put like okay i can't like it's it will be dangerous to say everything is open because then we're getting into really hypothetical like life-changing surgeries or or life-changing drugs you know mm. where you can no longer like breathe because you replace your lungs with with some other form of like oxygen mm. intake for you to perform better you know or and maybe what if you you cut off your legs to put on those yeah to medical... put on those stumps or mm-hmm. or you like i'm talking like way in the future like you replace your lungs so that way you breathe liquid so that way you can swim faster Oh. Or, or you have like gills in your neck in order to swim really fast in hmm. the future that would be cool that would be interesting to see that would be cool actually to to see because again if it's personal choice for athletes to do that in order to perform faster and to have like this added edge we should have like an area or or a designated sports <laughs> arena for people to 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 take it all the way i i have two questions at what point do you stop is there a point you stop because what what's what's stopping someone from throwing in a jetpack saying that's part of their body modification and then yeah. flying down the down the racetrack okay for one that's not running because running <laughs> is defined as one foot in contact on the ground what if it's not a foot <laughs> what like what you have like you you, are you, you, have are you the calling jetpack. those stumps feet yes okay okay yes i am okay, calling those, the, those, feet. those those will be feet okay yes those are feet like what are you saying to get around this you have the jetpack on your back <laughs> and then you have like a like a unicycle what, what staple you have... to your chest or yeah, something what if, what if you got rollerblades on rollerblade okay again mm. that's not running that's that's okay. rollerblading so it has to be within the definition of of, of sprinting of, of the sport so it's kind of like you you see those robots um that robot cheetah from boston dynamic like how fast those legs can move yes human legs going that fast noted that's as fast that that's that's because again when we get into jetpack sprinting that's a different sport okay okay so it has to fall within within the 
yeah uh, jurisdiction i guess or Or, definition of a sport definition of a sport because again when we get into like the super olympics we can have different sports to go with it because like Mm -hmm. it might be really boring to see people do like regular sports if they're like you know like if if like within the jurisdictions that we have it now if it's like actually boring or no longer competitive to have somebody like like an archer you know, of modifications so that way they can always hit a bullseye. That's not, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be interesting to watch. Also, that wouldn't be competitive. <laughs> I'm, so the other, the other question I wanted to ask you regarding this, Ian, is do you actually think any countries today would allow this? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause you could think of some of maybe the progressive countries, but it's, it's not really helping the person in any way. Like, like in a, in a good, like you could think that, you know, like, no, the, no it, it's not, it, it's no, like it's actually harming them in this case. Yeah. And in, in that case, like, again, this is why I mentioned if it was personal choice, mm. uh, because if it is like a life altering surgery where we're talking, you're cutting off your legs to get that advantage. Yes. You, you can't be, it can't be somebody forced to do that. Mm. Um, also, you get into like the ethics of it, of like, why should we like, you're you're harming that person. Why should we let them to do mm-hmm. that? But when we get into like body modifications of like adding cybernetics or adding these additions to ourselves, mm-hmm. at one point we're gonna have the debate of like, should we do this or should we not? Mm-hmm. And and we we haven't had that debate yet, mm-hmm. so I don't know if any nation is open to that because. You know, once you start investigating the Super Olympics or getting into it, then super, you, I love the name for it because that's what it is. It's it's no longer the Olympics. We now have like the super athletes mm-hmm. who, who are like superhuman that now, just like put Usain Bolt to shame for what they're doing. I think it's just mainly steroids. It just in or, the super yeah, or is it, it's body modifications and steroids. That's what you're yes. Thinking? Yeah, okay. and and not just like steroids. I'm talking like okay. I I when I whenever I talk about this, I say it like as a joke. I'm saying it like I used to say it as a joke. I I, I said it as like okay, we're gonna have a sprinter, but the sprinter is gonna have like artificial legs. They're okay. also gonna have like a couple shots of Red Bull, and then do like a line of crack before they get onto <laughs> the to the run. So okay, like, okay, okay. So okay, that's what I thought. That's what yeah. I that's what I was thinking in my head too. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're just so hopped up. They you purely want to see what the human body is capable can go to. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Again, it, it a lot of ethics come to play because we we as humans we have limits. Mm-hmm. Like we're squishy flesh carcasses at the end of the day <laughs> that cannot withstand a lot of pressures or forces exerted on our bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when when you're talking about these modifications you again you get into the question of what is human or mm-hmm. or what would be human in order to get the speeds that we're looking for it it might be that we just have like simulations of of like human simulated people on a computer do all these enhancements you know we like we um we we code in human like flesh bodies into a simulation and then we have those people do all that stuff but then ethics come into play it's like what is human again and you're saying those those would be the olympics then digitally 
again, it, it could, it's a potential. Or is that another thing? The super digital Olympics, the super digital Olympics. There's a lot of <laughs> options because again, we as a society haven't had the debate of what is human or, mm. or we haven't had to have the debate of what is human and what is ethically right in terms of how far we push our bodies. Because mm. if we get to the stage where we're probably are with the next hundred years, where we can modify our bodies to basically survive any element that we need to, mm. wh- what, what do we allow at that mm. point? You know, do we allow the super Olympic sp- swimmer to have fins for feet and then have gills in their neck do we allow the um uh do do we allow like the the skiers to have uh skis bolted into their legs and then like automatic supports and And gyroscopes gyroscopes in their bodies (laughs) do we allow uh any kind of uh, built-in firearms into people who are doing like skeet suit shooting or or running skeet shooting mm. uh do we do we have people who can like throw a shot put or a javelin over three kilometers do that inside of a stadium or do that like on a separate planet you know like, how... wow you're really thinking in the future then i again i'm like a i'm <laughs> i'm like a low-key amateur futurist so again <laughs> whenever i talk about these i go all the way <laughs> well, I, have, to their ends. I am i am curious so um okay. i'll transition this to another topic Ian. if, okay. I, if you'll allow well, me just just real quick what mm. is what is so what is your opinion on the super olympics uh i i'm okay uh hmm. let, let me think about it so okay a, a scenario i'm okay with is if someone loses their leg not on purpose let's say okay um, so they're, they lose their leg in an accident, then they participate okay. in the Paralympics with their enhanced. I don't think someone should be chopping off their leg in order for that okay. special advantage uh, in the regular Olympics. So that, that's yeah. my opinion on the body modification aspect. And the drugs, uh, I, I guess we can actually we transition this to the next topic Okay. Um, as part of this. What do, you, what do you consider doping, to be exact? Because... Um, I've noticed a couple of things with the Canadian NBA or sorry, well, the NBA and Canadian relations. Are you, are you aware of them? No. Okay. So um, one, one thing I want to bring up is, so there's the legalization of marijuana in Canada um, yes, and the relation between that and the NBA. Now the NBA is a U.S. based, I guess, organization or organization. Yeah. Um, the players for the Canadian teams, even though it's allowed and you can do it in Canada, they're not allowed to do it. Um, as it's a U.S. based corporation. Wait, even if they're in Canada, so they can do in Canada. But if they're going to play a game, they'll be tested. And if that's oh. if that comes up, then they're not allowed. You know, it's harder, powerful, yeah, than like a Tylenol. But yeah, but still, like I, I, I don't know. That's kind of a gray zone. Basketball. So we're talking NBA. Yes. Um. It's 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 one sport where kind of having the pain relief doesn't have that much benefits to the player. Cause again, mm-hmm. you get t- smacked around in basketball a lot though. Um, I'm not saying that it's not physically injurious. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying that it's not a sport that you relate really well. It's not with. UFC. It's not UFC. So I'm thinking again, we're talking in the veins of like the super Olympics. Sure. If, 
for instance, we then have different leagues of physical sports. So mm. like football, UFC, rugby, where we allow the players maybe not to, to injure each other because we don't want it to be like, we're going to murder each other on this field while millions of people watch back home. I'm saying like, do we, do we allow these players to take numbing agents? So that way, mm. like, like if they took marijuana or if they did something that made it so way they couldn't feel pain and they could just keep going with it, uh, especially like a fort, uh, fort, especially like a sport, like football, mm. <laughs> it's, um, as, as somebody who's played, we're talking American football, by the way, to any of our international <laughs> viewers. Uh, we're not talking soccer. Um, uh, we're talking American football. Uh, as, as somebody who's played American football for like four or five years, it's it's an intense sport and you can get into some serious injuries. Um, I think so. I think the solution there isn't like in like a numbing agent or mm-hmm. like like pain reduction in some way. It's improving upon like the equipment that the player would use if there was if there was some equipment that would you know give like a hockey player or a football player yeah uh, near like invincibility yes i would love that i would love some guy gets hit center ice clocked because it doesn't it doesn't actually hurt them it's a big display and it's (laughs) hilarious to watch but they can get like a cushion yeah (laughs) they're fine in the end that that's so I, i i don't think you know, players popping, you know, a T5 and then yeah. just not having any pain is, yeah. is the way to go. It's it's probably not, which is why I think in terms of like those sports where there is a lot of physical contact, mm. robots, robots. That's I don't way. know if I can get in the, in the really? game with the robots. I, really? I am a guy, like I am a tech guy and I am, I guess you could, you could, you could say, would you, would you still consider that football or would it be a robot <laughs> esport football? Oh, that's a good question. And would those robots be controlled by people or would they be controlled by like an AI and it's an AI team versus an AI team? That's think, that, that's right. I just dropped that. That yeah, was a big ball. This is a big question because this <laughs> is where we need to get into some data. We need to get into some research on this because I'd love to know what like the the audience reaction to that would be. Because my theory is, is that in order to retain it like the personal kind of touch of football or American football and all these sports mm. um, or even sports in general, where we allow robotic substitutions mm-hmm. of players, the, the way how you go about that is you have that human control. So you have mm-hmm. it. So that way it's like they're wearing the full body suits or like the VR suits where they're tracking like their body movements and they're mm-hmm. like playing in their own like team circles. And they still have, it's like, here's the statistic breakdown for, <laughs> for number 48, Greg Davids. And um, you, you have like that more personal touch. So it's not like, and then uh, grindy McRobotson is going to go for the touchdown, you know? <laughs> It's, you have like their they 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 still have like that it it could be human also connection that human connection mm. and it could still be built around if you move your body faster then your inputs get translated to the robots that can then move faster so it's still onus on you to improve as a player mm-hmm. or as like an athlete in order to like move faster so that way your controls move faster as well so that way we can have like those improvements on it but then also have those high spectacles and maybe even higher impacts and more excitement in it mm-hmm. And just completely mitigate mitigates all that risk. 
yeah to the, com- to the human body completely mitigates it like there's, there's no other way of mitigating risk than to remove the risk all entirely this is where again it comes into the the long-term effects of of say athletics or mm. or um uh enhancements to the body like so my question to you mm. would be is if we had a way to bat like maybe you use the stimulations on the athletes in order to make them com- compete mm. I feel that the, the the best way to get more people on board of that, like as I, as I said of the Super Olympics, you know, to have it's you know, like it's it's their own self interest. If you want to do it, then you can compete. Mm-hmm. I think more people will be on board of that if we also found a way to alleviate any pains that they can have later on, because it's like it's, completely eliminate eliminate like negative consequences. I wouldn't say there's no way how you can completely eliminate pain. it's it's almost an impossibility in life to completely eliminate something but i mean like really mitigate that down or really reduce the Mm. amount of pain so i'm talking if we have an athlete who decides to cut off their legs to become a sprinter or a swimmer uh if we had a way to then regrow your legs after that or something like that Mm. or we have a, a recovery step that might be like that at that point then we can start talking about having the super olympics where you go all the way as opposed to like we're gonna just take a bunch of like uh, sugary pills and muscle like See what happens Woo-hoo. like like monster energy drinks before we go sprint today you know i think at that point like it would be normalized yeah so I, think, I think i i think people would be game with I was listening to a a podcast only like a month or two ago and they were talking about drone racing. Oh, I've watched stuff on that. It's really cool. Really? Okay. I I still need to watch some. I haven't seen any, but like I was listening, like they were interviewing professional drone racers and like these substitute sports that we're coming out with where we are adding that lack of human connection to these sports you don't hear about them that much because it's just, they don't sound as popular. Like, I don't know yeah. of many friends who were like, Oh, I'm going to go watch some drone racing. And it's like, it was so exhilarating. You, know, you don't I, get that human connection. I would agree. Um, as a question though, I, I do think what Ooh. if they took NASCAR and Ooh. made it remote control? It, isn't, wouldn't that be the same <laughs> okay. except, nascar would be in two dimensions that's something for food for thought i'm gonna leave yes. it out there you don't have to, you don't have to answer that um okay. but but essentially that that's what it is except yeah. the drone racing is in 3d space while the nascar is in left 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 yeah <laughs> okay i i i also have like my own opinions about nascar um mm. i'm just gonna say formula one is oh yeah oh yeah okay your product Glad. Next, something to end with that was something great yeah, to end with it, it's a good it's a good way to end it because we're talking uh these sports they have like the human element to it but when we add the stimulation to it currently we see it as cheating but in the future there has to be we, we have to have a bigger discussion as a society before we get into these really high-end sports because it's one thing to say okay everything's free game and and then to say okay but what does that mean like what is the cost Mm -hmm. to that because there's always cost yeah 
I, I would completely agree with you, man. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin, for joining us once again in another episode of Welcome to the Forefront. And we will both be seeing you all again in a later episode. Well, I don't know if in terms of like how this episode is going to be released, I don't know if Kevin per se is going to be in the next episode. <laughs> so I might be confusing people by saying that. But <laughs> again, <laughs> I'll, I'll just like to say, stay safe, stay connected, and I'll see you all on the forefront. Take care. have like a stop timer at the side they're like how much did i swim it's like you swam five seconds slower it's like nonsense i was wearing the suit i was wearing the suit i definitely wasn't gassed from doing one <laughs> length of the pool <laughs> unless you of course then we get into like the sci-fi tropes of those robots are pro- programmed deep down to kill you know <laughs> and then like the central core is rising up against its evil robots like and all robot the football me. robots secretly have like mini guns in their arms <laughs> and they just like in the middle of the game they stop playing they're like terminate all humans you know (laughs) okay noted Noted. as you can see i know too much (laughs) sci-fi i'm pulling up a photo hopefully i don't see too much of michael (laughs) michael (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's like a very tight it almost looks like you know, like the Hunger Games where they wear those yes. black suits? It kind of looks just like yes. that. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. It looks like the swimsuits from yeah. the, the the second Hunger Games. Yeah, it does. Um, it's like, it's nearly so, exactly. It's kind of like how Lance Armstrong, he doesn't compete anymore. But like somebody who also went through a scandal around the exact same time, like Tiger Woods, he's still competing <laughs> because even though he cheated... He didn't cheat in the sport. He cheated like... Oh, you're awful. I, But, like, it's <laughs> bad to say, but, I mean, he... So, it's, it's, again, terrible what he did, but he's not, like, barred from competition because it wasn't yes. against, like, the rule books. Yes. Morally, it's pretty bad, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Okay, not. I'm not defending what Tiger did. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's what he didn't, like... I don't know, commit adultery on the golf course. <laughs> oh, gosh. Benedict Dang. Cumberbatch doesn't make it into it. Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm putting like my, my, I'm putting my arm down, my hand down now. Any mentions of Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch. Cumberbatches will no longer be allowed in this podcast for whatever capacity. Cumberbatches beware. Cumber, Cumberbatch. Cum, you're, you're overcumbered. Batching. All right. All right. Okay. We're done here. That's that's gonna go into bloopers though. I, I promise you that.